All right, man. Welcome back to the Wheel Deal Podcast, powered by Underdog Sports NASCAR Edition and Circle B Diecast. We are here post Sonoma uh, in a little wine country racing. John is not drinking wine; is yeah. drinking something far stronger than that, <laughs> far more tasty. I'm getting prepped oh, for a for not. He's just got a growler. Tennessee whiskey. There we go. All right, man. So yeah, Sonoma was. Uh, it was interesting. It was dominated by somebody again. Uh, yeah, somebody, so, somebody is whooping the cup scene right now, and his name is not Kevin Harvick. It is not Denny Hamlin, but it is Hendrick Driver. It's hey, you know who it is? It's my Kyle Larson. Ah, uh, yes, it is. It is young money. Killing it, man. Jesus. You know, I would like to uh, just give a shout out to all the Chase fans who are smart enough to understand that this isn't like Hendrick gave the special stuff to the five versus everybody else. Can we just take our tinfoil hats off and admit that, hey, maybe he just outdrove him? I mean, he didn't outdrive me, outbroke him. He, uh, he outbroke him. Yeah, he outbroke him. He actually took what Chase has been doing to everybody else and did it to him. Yeah. Yeah. Fooling everybody until Kyle Larson, what, took a couple notes on a couple races and was like, aha. So what's funny, so here, here's something funny that, that I want to <laughs> – so I have a feeling at the beginning of the season that between Champ Chase and Young Money, um, they did some notes comparison – and gave each other some pointers because I know for a fact when uh, when Chase was doing some warm ups for the Chili Bowl when he was running the, the micro sprints um, down in South Carolina, um, <clears throat> Kyle was running that race and so was Chase Briscoe. And obviously it was Chase's first um, dirt race. And so Kyle gave him a lot of pointers on that. And, and I, think, I think there's been a lot of communication between the two of them. Um, and and I think Chase might have spilled the beans a little bit on on some some road po- road course pointers that that Kyle immediately took advantage of, and I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I think Kyle's got the better end of the deal on that one right now. Because um, so here's what's interesting though: so Kyle Kyle has has been outbreaking everybody into the into the especially the hairpin turns that you know the quote unquote the passing corners on the road courses. Um, he did it at Coda. Um, he did it a little bit at the Daytona road course. Um, he's slowly been been getting better all season. Every road course, he, he seems to be learning a little bit more. And and um, so he's outbreaking everybody into the turn. What Chase was doing, especially the last two seasons, was he would he would get into the corner and then set the car up perfectly to then launch off the turn. And um, 
I think that's where his advantage has been. And and I think part of the reason is, is there's some courses that will be coming up later, whether it be Indianapolis, Watkins Glen, and the Roval, where I think Chase will have a better advantage with that strategy than Larson's outbreaking into the, the more hairpinish turns on the on your traditional classic road courses. Um, Sonoma has never been a great road course for Chase. Obviously, it's the only road course he has not won on yet that we've that we've raced at. Um, so it doesn't surprise me that he wasn't as flawless on Sunday. But I mean, I, hey, I'm not taking anything away from Kyle Larson. The, the kid can absolutely wheel a car. He's proved it in every type of machine. Hell, put him in an SRX car, he probably would whoop the field with those with those old farts. So. Oh, hey, hats off to him, man. Well, he just—he's—he's he's, he's on another planet right now. It, it's just—it's just that simple. He was on it last summer when he was running all the all the different disciplines in dirt. I mean, he had never run a modified race before, and he goes out finishes, I believe, second in the first race on Friday, and then goes and wins on Saturday. Kyle Larson okay. could put a leash on the back of a shopping cart and won a race. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's do a round of Kyle Larson could if. <laughs> oh, okay. Kyle Larson um, could chuck wood if the woodchucks can't chuck the wood. <laughs> Kyle Larson, if you gave him a rental car, would beat both Cole Trickle and Russ and not Russ Wheeler, but uh, and, uh Rowdy Burns in <laughs> 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 a nineteen nineteen ninety one uh, uh rental car. He'd he'd whoop their both their asses. So yeah, and he the Toyota Toyota Camry. All right, Mark, you go. Uh, the only thing I have to say is uh, no, no, it's Kyle. It's Kyle actually get good. Okay, I don't have any puns. All right. Well, I have one because I'm pretty punny. Kyle Larson can pop a can of Pringles and only eat one. Okay, Kyle Larson can make a pair of freaking sunglasses out of ice and sell them to an Eskimo. Oh, breaking news, guys! Kyle Larson's also on the pole for the All Star race. Yeah, that that okay. How, how's that shit happen? Because that was a random draw. That wasn't weighted or anything like it, it's been like. And guess it was no surprise out. when Denny was on the pole earlier this season because he was, you know. Yeah, it's, it's just. Guess who's on the outside though? Uh, Joey, Kyle, I believe. Kyle Bush. No, Joey's the seventh. Okay, I didn't see the actual lineup. I only saw. Well, we get down there. I'll, I'll read it off. There's only ten cars so far, or no, they're over here. Seventeen. Really? Oh, There's seventeen. There's fans. Eighteen, nineteen, twenty, and then the twenty-one will be the fan vote. Which I'm hoping. Hey, get out there and vote for Corey to join, man. That guy deserves to be in this race. Yeah, he does. We're pushing it hard. We're pushing it hard. I, it, it's looking good. Uh, you know, always got to fight against freaking old Matty D on that one. I think, but. Uh, I think we're going. Well, hopefully, he can just win his way in. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, because there's what three stages for the open. Yeah, there's there's, yep. there's there's three ways in. There we go. All right. Anyway, back to Sonoma. Twists and turns, left and right, lights and lefts. Left, right, up. Right. I, do, I do like the elevation changes. I like the track. Um, not enough passing. Passing spots. That's the only thing I don't like about Sonoma. No. It's going to be hard. Yes. 
There's no Isaac, there's no straightaways to, to pass on. Two feet to those to the S's. It'll change other people's lines. It'll give them opportunities to either take their speed out of that corner or going into another corner, which and whether they take the left or right. Just two feet. That's all it would take. Yeah. Yeah, th those S's. Uh, so I, I almost do a comparison between the, the S's at Watkins Glen and the S's at Sonoma. And yeah, to your point, you can run side by side at, at the Glen. You cannot, you cannot, you can't, absolutely not. So then it just becomes a, then it just becomes a, can I close the gap through the S's to, to get down to the hairpin um, on the final turn yeah. at that point? It's like, then you, then. Then you have to. Then it then it becomes a a run to that turn, and then who can outbreak who? I, I don't know. I, I personally, I, to this point, Watkins Glen is probably my favorite road course. High speed, um, two very long straightaways. Um, I do wish that they would put the extra. Um, I think chicane out on the back stretch yeah. after back turn chicane. seven. Yeah, after turn seven, there's um there's another chicane that they can add in to lengthen the course a little bit. Um, yeah, other than that, I like it. Sonoma's, it uh, the only thing I like about Sonoma more than the Glen is is the elevation change, the uphill downhill thing. That's that's um, got an interesting dynamic to it. True. I haven't liked Sonoma since the early two thousands when they were able to do some good racing between like Mark Martin and Jeff Gordon and them. They were, they ran through the, the field. Is that the car? Or is that the setup? Or is that just the track? Like, there's all kinds of yeah. different. Does this? Does this? I don't want to call it the car tomorrow, but does the next car solve that problem? Like, I don't know if it solves a problem on on road courses. I really don't. I mean, road courses are so they're difficult between driver capability. Yeah. Um, you know, car car capability, and you know, let's say we do a road course, a road course next gen versus the half mile versus a super speedway, blah, blah, blah. Like, they're going to be a little bit different, but every, like road courses are so dynamically different. You, I don't think they can make one road course next gen car that would match for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the important thing that, that, that we'll get into. And so this will be pertinent for both road courses and short tracks is the next gen car is going to have a composite body. Um, no more of the flimsy sheet metal. So that's going to, that'll add a little more um, dynamic to the durability. <laughs> beating it, the, the durability and beating and banging the cars. Um, yeah. So uh, Sonoma was those, what it was. For those fans not aware, it kind of like Xfinity is. They yeah, the yeah. So they yeah, can, it just sucks can... for sheet metal collectors, that's all. Well, you can still collect. It just won't be metal. <laughs> it won't be as beat up. Oh, no. Like, oh, it'll still be, it'll still be turn up. Yeah, yeah, you still get the, you still get the paint, paint smears. And... Let's use your, use your metal. All right, so uh, that's the Sonoma. You know, basically it was... Was what it was. Um, what you guys? So what you guys? So so before we go too far into it, what do you guys think of the strategy plays? Is it is it you know, interesting? Like Does it add the, a dynamic to it, or 
Definitely. Sonoma is definitely a strategy track. It always has been. Yeah. Some guys pit. They 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 pit backwards. You know they they. And we saw the tire fall off was was crazy. I remember one time here it was like three seconds between new tires and old tires. So yeah. and then you know the the tire wear was horrible. When it was like yeah. three or four laps, even like yeah. Was, yeah. it was. Um. I mean, for me, it was like I, it was that dynamic, like how quick it fell off, and whether you pitted one lap ahead of somebody else and didn't, which of course everybody heard the freaking broadcast where they were just all about, oh man, I don't understand why Kyle Larson didn't pit. I don't understand. It's a bad call. I don't know who's eating crow pie today, but one of them announcers, man. Because they kept yeah. crying about it every time he did it. And he won everything. He swept the stages to which they said had never been done, couldn't be done, whatever they wanted to say. Well, specific <laughs> to Sonoma, but yeah. Yeah, specific yeah, to Sonoma. So the reason being is, is because of the strategy that has been played at, at Sonoma the last probably three or four years with stages, um, that's why your stage winners did, so the fastest cars were pitting they were short pitting right before the end of the stage gave up the stage points to get um you know track position yeah but we hadn't ran and, freaking since 19 right right mm-hmm. I think 19 right right yeah we didn't do it last year and they didn't have practice Right, I can't believe they didn't do practice. That surprises me. I did just because of the gap. Like it's it's a completely different track and environment than everywhere else. And they right. were just like, no, take it off the freaking, take it off the truck and send it. Yeah, what I didn't understand is is you certainly would have had you would have had guys that were either a rookies or b in their second year that have not seen this track yet. Um. And also just the fact that nobody has seen this track in, in over a year. Um, I was surprised they didn't give them a practice session. In fact, I'm surprised at the beginning of the year they didn't announce it as one of the tracks that, that they would do practice at. I'm wondering if the reason why they didn't was because um, they had practice at Coda and they had practice in the Coke 600. So it would have been matter. three races in a row. I know, I know. But it just from a balancing perspective, maybe they were... Uh, Hey, they didn't know. They didn't know back in you know January when they made those announcements of you know no practice because of you know COVID restrictions. Where we were going to be today um, yeah, in a completely different. California. Sonoma's California, so maybe they were worried about those kind of restrictions as well. Well, well yeah. that too, and and actually, you know what? That's a really good point that you bring up. If you think about it, um, the cost to haul and prep two cars all the way across the country and then have the chance that people could wreck and practice and have to go to the backup, the, the cost there is a lot higher. <laughs> and so, well, you know, it's funny. Um, I was watching that. It's funny you say that because I was watching the Joe Gibbs racing uh, Instagram or somewhere where they were showing them loading up for Sonoma. And I thought it was odd. They only pushed one car in. Right. But that's that's why they don't need to haul two cars out there because mm-hmm. 
And and while we're talking about guys with one cars, how about poor Noah Gregson in the Xfinity race? Oh, he didn't take. Did he take the green flag or just in turn one? He, just dump it. He, turn one. He got turned one. Turn one. That was it. I watched him the push that car is, from the truck. Looking very dejected. <laughs> just there you go. I feel yeah. so, okay now. We're talking about the little guy. Let's give Quinn Half a little bit of. Uh, what the half? What the. Give him a little credit. He knew something was happening as we were in. He took it to the best possible spot he could to try to get the hell out of the way, right? Well, it's the first time. It's about time he got his ass out of the way. Well, see, yeah. and see, he does listen to the comments from our fans on the page. Well, you should probably come join us on the podcast. We can tell me you probably should go drive fucking Uber in Charlotte or something. I don't know. No, better idea. If, he, if he'd come on this podcast, I will pay... Hopefully we can all get somewhere locally because goddamn air player is going to be a pain in the ass. If any of us could beat him in a go-kart race. <laughs> I'm close enough to you. I could drive to you. Dude, I'm in seven different states in like three different months. So uh, the only people that travel more than hey. me is, well. NASCAR drivers? <laughs> the NASCAR haulers that just had to drive all the way yeah. to Sonoma? Just come all the way back to Texas? Now that sucks. Do they, I wonder if they have to go all the way back to Charlotte and then go back to Texas. No, no they're not that stupid. They took that freaking Texas car to California and they're dropping it off on the way back. That's why you no, know. I think, they're using the, I think they're using the ghost haulers to get, a, get the Texas stuff to Texas. Yes, they do. They usually they, they use the secondary hauler to get them to Texas. And then the, the, and the main hauler will bring the rest of the equipment to Texas Dude, from Sonoma. That's typically how they do that. Yeah. That's so cost ineffective. Well, yeah, but here's the problem. Like I said, you're right. If they put the Texas car on the truck, they just hauled it back and forth. But they got a whole ghost through the truck of, of, of car haulers that just does that. Yeah. yeah, I know. But it's still – well, because everybody's going to freaking follow a freaking big-ass hauler around that says Kyle Larson or Chase Elliott. Well, and that's the thing, too. It's not every team's going to do that because not every team has a has a, you know – Show car haulers, s- yeah. s- fleet like like Hendrick and Ganassi and and Joe Gibbs like the, not everybody can do that, but the ones that can, it makes a lot more sense than the hauler driving all the way from California all the way to Charlotte and then back. Just from a time perspective, it's easier for them to just take the hauler straight to Texas and bring the one car. For you know, yeah, the think race. About it. If you're, like if you're Hendrick, you could put all three of your cars on one. You, know, you could put two cars. In, you, you you could do it with two with two more trailers. No, right. you don't put all your eggs in a basket. What happens if some retard like wrecks in front of you? Sorry. Dude, that that no, that's not how that works. Those guys that that truck and show doesn't stop. It keeps running the whole time. Two drivers, they team it up. They don't. Now, if there's a wreck, I mean, they'll just take the cab off the trailer and keep moving. That's not how that works. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a hauler. So so I actually follow a couple of hauler drivers on, online because I thought it was neat, just what they do. And the time yeah. lapse of how they get those trucks and trailers, those big-ass rigs, into those tracks, it's fucking amazing to watch. Right. Like, oh, yeah. The precision those guys drive those trucks. I mean, don't get me wrong. I got a lot of respect for truck drivers. But holy cow, man, that's just amazing the way they do that shit. Yeah, so, the efficiency. All right. Truck driving pays pretty well. What do you think they pay those guys? 
a lot because they're not just truck drivers. They're also crew guys. They're, they're hauling yeah, right. crew guys too. Yeah. And they, they're 120 k uh, One of the guys, uh, his name is on Instagram is Holler Scott. He's the hauler driver for Kurt Bush. And he catches, he also catches tires. He's one of the tire catch guys during the pit stops. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. God, yeah. you didn't say he was just a catcher for Kurt Bush. <laughs> no, he's a tire catcher. That's Kyle's mouth. Um, oh, Kyle, on Kurt. My bad. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Now we've done the hunt. And Kurt, and just for the record, I'm on my third one. I'm done. Damn. And Damn. I'm done. See about that. <laughs> You're going to sneak another one. I know you will. I don't know yeah, like, what the format is. I'm the guest kind of guy here. I don't come Yeah, no. Often. We're just going to talk about So now let's uh, let's, let's let pace you in the week real quick. Stage one? All right. So what's that? Do we go to like stage one? Do we just run it through? No. It was a boring-ass race. We're not going to touch it too much. <laughs> oh, gosh. We can do what Kyle Larson did and just be like, all right, I'll touch stage one. I'll touch stage two. And everybody's going to forget that I touched those, and then I'm just going to really touch the finish line. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of dominated, though. Uh, he's dominated two weeks in a row. It's sort of yeah. becoming very <gasps> Jimmy Johnson-esque. I, I don't know if you guys are wrestling fans, but did you, like, did you see his uh, Triple H impersonation during uh, Victory Lane? Mm-hmm. I kind of did, but I didn't really catch it in its entirety. Oh, no. Now we're getting emoji debt. Oh, crap. <laughs> you'll, you'll have to enlighten me, Mark, because I, I don't know what you mean by Triple well, H did. Okay. If you're a wrestling fan, Triple H's entrance, he'll come uh-huh. down to the ring with a bottle of water. He'll stand on the ring, and he'll spit it out like in a mist. So, he did it with a wine, did he? Yeah, he did that with no, the wine, with the and wine. they were playing oh. with. They were playing Triple H's music too. Oh, his entrance music. Now, just for any of the fans or you guys not listening, the words for Triple H's entrance music for that is, "It's all about the game and how, how you, you play." play. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's do. Uh, Greg, you want to go to play the game of the week? Well, also, final thoughts. I know. You just you want to get off of Sonoma because you're so pissed that Chase lost, but we're, we're gonna pissed. we're gonna dwell. <clears throat> from another so, so a little bit of, a little bit of fallout from this, right? So for the third week in a row, so this is I believe Kyle Larson's fifth straight top two finish. Which yes. is absolutely absurd. Um, I think it, it is just top three or something. I saw no, but that might have been other. Other series as well. I'm sorry. Um, it is Hendrick's first or fourth one-two finish in a row. Ties a NASCAR series record. So they'll actually be oh, I guess in Nashville they're going to be going for a record fifth one-two finish. One of those includes a one-two-three-four finish at Dover. Um, what do you guys think of Hendrick's dominance right now? Like. It wasn't there last year. Well, it was sort of started at the end of the year last year. Um, 
But the two years prior, Hendrick was like, everyone was like, Hendrick's in trouble. Chevy's in trouble. All of a sudden. They said it for two years. Not just last year, year prior. Like, they got in all no, these No, two years be two years before last year. Chevy was just abysmal. Like, Hendrick, four wins fish. in a season. Yes. All of a sudden. And, well, with Chevy being in now trouble, all of a sudden, wasn't, that, wasn't that when the Camaro came out and they were trying to figure things out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they got. But they weren't they got that great the, with the SS either. They weren't no. great with the Chevy SS either. Well, they got things figured out now. Well, I'll sure as hell do. Larson could win a fucking race with a lawn blower, like a leaf blower, in a shopping cart. Like sure. the guy, yeah. I don't know, he's just on. And the sad part for like Chase is he's having to he's having to learn how to play second fiddle now. Yeah. Nah, no, I wouldn't say. He's still a champ. He's got the strap, dude. That's no, He's got the strap. Nothing, nothing against him on that. He, he earned that strap. But right now, this season, he's playing second fiddle. Well, I, and I think Greg can back me up on this. Chase is usually slow on the uptake, and then once he gets to a certain point, he slides off. And I think you're going to see that soon. I think, you're, I think he's already – I mean, he's, he's right there. We're we're literally saying he's playing second fiddle when he's finished second and third races. Like, come on, man! It's not like he's finishing. He's literally not eighth. Yeah, that's second fiddle, not first. But no, I do agree. Out there dominating, you know that's. No, Chase is a second second half of the season driver. He's been that way the entire time. And that's what Greg's been saying all all season. Well, and so here's the other thing too: is his Chase was not even second fiddle earlier, like six, seven races ago, and so. No, everybody actually with freaking Kyle Busch. Is he old? Is he washed up? Could he do it? I'm like, whoa, 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 slow down. When does this kid ever win a race in the first fourteen races? Right, he he actually won a race earlier this season than he did last year. He did, like. <laughs> Coda was earlier than uh, earlier than oh, Charlotte was last year. I wasn't here on that podcast, but my thing is, all right, let's hand up win to Chase. Oh, come on! Here man. we go. No, come on, man! Come on! I kid, kid. Wearing your tinfoil hat when we did that. So, one other thing I, I want to dovetail into with, with Hendrick being being very on point right now. Um, it helps to have uh, two very locked-in drivers. Um, what do you guys think of the news today that Jeff Gordon may contemplate stepping out of the booth and taking over a more uh, advanced role with Hendrick Motorsports? Is is that Papa H? Is that Papa H asking for him to come take care of his duties? That is Papa H saying, "I got two sixty-nine." I wanted to be at the helm when this happened. Jeff Gordon, you were always my heir apparent. I let you go play a little bit on, on TV for some. Now I need you to come home and take my baby. Okay, yeah. Now you know? we, we, we all know that Jeff is going to go take that over. Who takes over the booth for Jeff? That's a better question. Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch would be a great choice. I really like him. Kurt and Clint? They actually yeah. did that last well, year, if I don't remember, if I remember correctly. They were but, in the booth together for an Xfinity race. 
But there's uh, rumors that he's going to be the second 2311 car. I, I honestly, and I'm, I'm going to say this, and I don't know. I have nothing to base it upon. I almost wonder if, if Chip Ganassi Racing isn't about to shut down. That's what I heard, too. That's another rumor. Speaking well, of Chip Ganassi Racing, speaking of Chip Ganassi Racing, oh, sorry, I just wanted to dovetail that. Um, the other option, at least in the short term, would be uh, Jamie Murray. Bringing him back? My wife would love that. Well, he's <laughs> on. He's on. No, into the booth. He's on. I'm saying he's he's he oh, does a lot of other stuff for Fox. He's pretty good. Um, he's more level-headed. He's more like the Jeff Gordon ilk. He's not the the flamboyant like Dale or Darrell Waltrip or Clint, Clint Boyer very, character. Political. He is analytical. He actually brings a lot of good points. He bores me a little bit, but at the same time, he adds depth to the to the pre race and 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 I think he does a lot of NASCAR hub stuff um, during the week. I'd like to um, see Jamie. He would. Uh, no. He'd be an option. I'd like to see Jamie and Clint give it a go. Clint's got yeah. all that flamboyant you need. Yeah, you don't need that. You need you need someone who's a little more analytical, which I think Jamie's actually more analytical than Jeff is. So, um, yeah, actually, it's a shame, it's a shame though because Jeff and Clint have built up quite the rapport this season so yeah they have and but fox so built that around their one accident oh they, they beat that horse to death man it's... no yeah. they didn't that that, 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 that horse, horse is as about as dead as i want brad kazowski to be so <laughs> i speaking of dead horses i didn't say that i want no death upon anybody <laughs> it's, it's a meta it's a metaphorical horse all right not the guy that like a horse. Horse is a horse, of course, of course. And no one can drive like a horse, of course. It is, of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. His name is Mr. Kozlowski. Mr. Kozlowski. Oh, we went one too far. Instead of Mr. Ed, it's Mr. Brad. <laughs> oh, Will. Oh, boy. Actually, instead of saying, well, Wilbur, he just says, whoa, Jack. Dude, at this point, I'm pretty sure we're going to need to get uh, musical rights for Ozzy Osbourne's Crazy Train. That should be uh, a yeah. Wilbur. So, no, it's... Well, here's a, but that's, it's funny you talk about Brad K because that brings me back to what happens with the 21, the 2, the 12, you know, all that puts all that in jeopardy now. The 21 is Cinder's. That's or already is been. Yeah, right. but the twenty-one was was slated for Cindric because he was the heir apparent to the two. Now the two's open if Brad leaves. So does that leave Matty D open? It puts Matty D leaves Matty. Well, Matty D can re-sign for the twenty-one. That puts Cindric in the two. Well, with all the trouble they're having, they just replace their crew chief. Well, I think I I think someone said it in the chat, and I think it's right. This is Matty D's chance. If he shows his consistency, goes gets better, then it's a crew chief problem, not a Matty D problem. Yeah, but I'll tell you when you talk about and he's starting to get, he's starting to, he's starting to get more consistent too. So I mean, look at look at what it did for uh, Sweet Willie B. Look at what it did for you know Kyle Busch. Look at the the, the crew chief changes. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, the, the crew chief change didn't really help Kyle. Yeah, well, he won he won earlier this year than he did last year. Yeah. 
Yeah, but if you listen to his radio and he's chat, more and he's more consistent and he's more consistent. Yeah, but Kyle didn't just lose his, his crew chief; he lost his whole damn team. Oh. They took the engineers. They took the crew. The crew guys. They took it all. It's posh. Here's the other thing. So here's the other thing that's interesting too with Matty D. Three or four races into the season, he was he was just awful. Probably even five races. Probably probably not even five races. He and Eric Amarola were were kind of like close to each other in points, like twenty fifth. Don't leave my boy out on that one because Murphy hates my boy. Matty D is now 17th in points. He's hunting it with, uh, I think, Chris and, he, and he's he's digging. He's really digging. And so is Chris Busher, too. You, I, gotta, I think Chris Busher's in right I'm now as it stands. Right I'm looking that up right now. Hold on, I'm second. pretty sure he's in. No, he hasn't won. Like 15th. So he, uh, he can still get in. But, but on points, there's still, there's still what, six? Uh, Five positions left. Yeah, I think we have eleven winners this year. Give me a second. And I'm telling you, there's cards are starting to fall now, where I don't think we're going to get more than two or three new winners. Now uh, at this point. Gonna... All right. So right now you've got. I think two. I think two. There. Denny and Kevin oh. have to win. Like there's ten races left. One of them is they're both going to win. Uh, points wise, uh, Busher's fourteenth. That's why I saw it, 14th or 15th. That's Yeah, he's in on and points. Matty D is 17th. Right? I, yep. I knew that. That I knew. That I knew. He, and he's, I think he's like 65 points out. And, and, what's, and what's heartbreaking to me is, is Corey LaJoy is still below Eric Amarola in points. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I Cor- know he Corey's had some. Corey's had some bad breaks. It's Should not driver he? skill. It, no. It's, he's, getting caught up. he's getting caught up in other people's... Issues. Okay, now, now hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna rewind a little. Actually, I'm gonna rewind this like the fishing pole on like on a, on a win. Um, Sonoma, that cut across the infield, that dive bomb by Ross Chastain. Cross eyed Chastain, that piece of shit. I mean, now I'll forgive everything. I mean, he. I believe he ran into my driver. No, my well, driver. Corey- Corey him because he got caught. He got he tried to shortcut the turn and almost hit the barrier, slid on the brakes. Corey no, he didn't almost hit the barrier. He hit the tire barrier. He did hit the tire barrier. He hit it. Corey well, then, then Chastain. I mean, in my view, Corey had no clue at all that Ross would even try that move. Ross threw that fucking car in there like a. I don't know. Like you just. Shit your drawers and you threw it in the freaking hamper. Like he threw it in there that quick. Okay. And then all of a sudden, NASCAR's okay with Ross Chastain magically spinning and gaining positions. He did not gain a position. They, they, uh, when they, when they, they reset the field, when they, they reset the field, he got pushed back. Yeah, he got, he actually lost three positions. Okay, well, that makes me Minus the three other cars that, that were in front of him. That, the process, yeah, he yeah, got smashed. So where was Corey in that? In that, Because I was paying more attention to Alex Bowman. And, and, uh, like, like rolling eight and, eighth and ninth or something was, like that. Yeah, well, but no, 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 no. But was he in front of or behind him? He was, he was in front was, of Chastain. He was in front of Chastain. Corey was, 
Okay, so so here's the thing. Then Chastain was trying to find a Pass hole. Him. Yeah. Past him, and and it was like a third of the way into the turn already. It's like at that point, you've Wasn't missed the it? apex. You have not no. shown the nose. You have not shown that. No, I'm saying Chastain has not shown the nose to him, and he tried. He tried to find a hole, and he drove too close to the barrier. And then he. And then once. Once he got he 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 was on the rear quarter of Corey because I, I couldn't tell what car was in front of him that he kind of kind of got pinched between. But at the same time, it's like Corey's not expecting him to be there at that point because you didn't show your nose to me in coming into turn eleven. I think it's turn eleven. The lot you know the 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 you know the, the hairpin there. Um, at that point, the pass is done. You're not making it. You, you you can't you can't try to try to squeeze into a spot that's not there because the driver's not spotters aren't going to see it the driver is not going to see it nobody's going to nobody's look man he's running his line at this point he does not think that he needs to give space to him because he didn't show the nose to him going into the turn so sorry you got pinched off brother and that's your fault because you should not have you should not like you got to back off of it at that point but yet, Corey's the one that turned out worse for wear for that. Well, yeah, yeah. So, and that that comes back to the whole thing of like everyone's people that like Chastain like his aggressiveness, but it's like that's not aggressive. That's not aggressive. That's stupid. Yeah, yeah. that's stupidity. No, I don't even think that's stupid. I think it was an ill-advised decision. Stupid right. means oh, it's road get- course. It's road course racing. Yeah. He sent it in. He sent it in harder and further than than was advised. Yeah, you know. And as the driver he hit, as a fan of the driver he hit, I don't. I don't really hate him for that. I like Ross for his aggressiveness. I hate that my dude had to be the dude at the bottom end of that. And they're both racing at top ten level at that point. The problem with Chastain right now is 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 he is. He has taken over the new moniker of hashtag misjudged, and he, no, he, he it's about at least the third time this season that he's he's misjudged the situation, tried to get a little too aggressive, and and taking drivers out. He did it twice at Phoenix alone, like I count that as one race, but that I mean that that's third or fourth time now at this point. And I'm just kind of like, I just want to. He start- has skill, man. Look, look how he did like both road courses, like to drive like that. And finish where he finished. It's it shows he has skill, but he needs to tone down the aggressiveness. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. He needs to more. He needs to be more considerate. It's right. it's not hashtag watermelon season. <laughs> more like hashtag Gallagher. You guys ever watch the Gallagher special? That's what it looked like. He's a smash yeah, watermelons everywhere. All people, you'd be the one. <laughs> that <would be laughs> there it is. Thank you. I love it. Really funny punchline if they'd have gotten a fight after the back. Like Corey just smashed him out, you know, like just punch him and whatever. And we're like, oh look, then I would have actually showed up with like a really good Gallagher meme. I would have had Corey by at least two punches. Mm. 
I give him one punch, one eh, and then like a defensive knee. So here's the thing that pisses me off too is, is and this probably drives you bonkers, Anthony. Uh, you'd be surprised. Was there any post infield care center interview with Corey LaJoy? Not that I'm aware of. I don't remember it. I don't remember seeing one. Dude, they they, they don't give him enough airtime. And, no, and it's a shame. If you hear him on his if you listen to Stack and Pennies and some of the other stuff he does, because he's a he's a weekly caller into the into NASCAR radio also. Yeah. yeah. He he's very uh insightful. He and he pulls no punches in what he says. And uh I could listen to that dude all day. He'd be a great guy in the booth. They should give him a turn in the booth. I feel like he'd show him something. Didn't yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is he'd be a great interview for that. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying Did to get he... at. Did he get one during Drivers Weekend? I don't remember. No, I mean Matty D was in the booth for Xfinity or something, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he was. Or something. I love Matty D too, but I really, got I really. I really like Matty D. He's he's one of my yeah he's he he's a guy that I that I I I root to succeed. Um, but good God, on social media is he a complete nerd? <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen videos or audio of him. Yeah. He's he is he's kind of nerdy, and and I don't mind it because I I grew up a nerd in high school. I was such a nerd and uh, i'm still a nerd i'm still a nerd i'm just a little more refined and and somehow found my funny bone but would you go to the um, gym with him oh hell yeah dude i hung out with maddie d in a second dude he's a cool cat like i, I think i'd get along with him but at the same time I, like he's definitely a dork he's definitely a little dorky he's definitely a little dorky you'd go to the gym with maddie d Oh, he'd, he'd probably rip me a new one, but yeah, sure, why not? No, I, don't, I don't think I can come up outside of his warm-up. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. No, I'm not trying to say that I'd keep up with him. I'd, be like, I'd work out with him and be like, I'll spot you. Just <laughs> do your jacks. I'll you some water. Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'll, be, your, I'll, I'll water. be your water boy. Just give me an autograph. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't have too many guys that I follow, but Matty D is probably one of my, one of my five. Like chase, chase, you know anything. I. It's funny. I, I follow. I liked Kyle Larson in Ganassi, and and I and I and I followed him closely. And in fact, I became a dirt fan because of Kyle Larson. Really? So, oh yeah, I never watched any dirt. Like I briefly watched a little bit of like highlights and stuff like that, like prior to last season, but especially with a pandemic last year. Like in the in the in the early spring, right before NASCAR came back, and and um, and there was no other racing, and all it was was World of Outlaws. I was like, "All right, fuck it, I'll do it. <laughs> let's, let's roll the dice." And I, dude, I loved it. And Kyle Kyle Larson was running because I got I did it because I was like, "All right, there's no other racing on. I got a free stream when I watched it." And and I was like, Kyle Larson's running. It's the, it was in Knoxville. Um, it was like the first one of the. I think it was the first race back at Knoxville. Um, and I was like, all right, fuck it, I'll watch it. And I was like, this shit's crazy. 
I kind of like this. This is fun to watch. Like, it's just all, all, like, here's the other thing I like too about dart racing. It's fun. They sling it and, and they full send, right? And then on top of it, the best part, the best part is, is on it, it's Friday and Saturday night and it's at night. And it's like literally, I could just have a few beers, pull up my phone, stream it out, and just watch some 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 crazy ass racing, you know. And just drink, you know, you know. Uh, I have two kids. Like I, you know, Friday Saturday night is my haven, right? So I need something fun to do. And I was like, that was my complete replacement for like just random stupid TV watching. Well, it's because right. you wouldn't you wouldn't join my Parcheesi league. That's why. We're supposed True to story. like easy and like cribbage, and you just wouldn't join. So, Quidditch. Quidditch. All right. No, so, paint scheme of the week. Paint scheme of the week. Yes. So, yeah. presented by. Sorry, we got super diverted, and I and I don't mean to cut you off, Anthony. All right. No, so, paint scheme of the week, powered by Circle B Diecast. All right. What do you guys got? Because I don't have anything yet. I'm gonna go first if you guys don't mind. Please do. I want to. I'm gonna give a shout out to my boy, Wreck of Stenhouse Jr. Bringing back the Sunny D car, 47. And I'm gonna give an honorable mention to the 41 that Haas tooling. Uh, just the colors look cool. It was kind of a good looking car. Um, and my second honorable mention goes to Corey LaJoy for that number seven Nations Guard car. Just like the, it looks at the same scheme, Kyle Larson ran earlier, but just threw a seven instead of a five on it. But it's good to see some good to see some different sponsors getting back in the game and uh, helping some of these underfunded teams get some funding. So that's where I'm at. I agree. Mark, uh, I don't have an honorable mention, but uh, my paint scheme of the week is going to go to Myatt Snyder in the that Mid Ohio race. It was oh, nice. It was nice looking uh, scheme. You're not gonna give me love out to your boy in the A car, man. You look that that looked good. Well, it was the uh, children's wine, yeah. Yeah, wine. Black and red looks pretty nice. Um, did you get one yet? No, yeah. Me. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I like this color palette on this one. Um, Eric Amarola's car. Hello, Farmer John. Yeah. Kind of like that. Very patriotic. Surprised yeah, they ran in a Sonoma. Um, California. I wouldn't have ran in California. California. <laughs> oh. oh, man. You just opened up the can. Nope. This is the wheel deal, not Fox Nation. I'm just saying, dog. <laughs> just yeah, saying. that's if mine. I can have a, uh, I can have a five round magazine. You're a communist. Uh-huh. Anyway, we'll we'll get back to work. Yeah. So, uh, Anthony, what you got? Mine. Believe yeah. it or not, I kind of like Blaney's. Oh, that Dex. Yeah, that red Dex. white. That red and white Dex. I just, yeah. I, you know what? I'm not a fan of the damn white and yellow rims. I'm just not a fan of the colored rims. Black, chrome, call it a day. Yeah, but that is a that is a Penske trademark, though. They had the recognition that it 
it got with color contrast. Yeah. In the so I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give that one mine this week. Okay. Well, boys and girls, it's time for the All Star race. Oh, the doesn't fucking matter race. Well, at least we're not moving the numbers back and lighting the ass end up. Yeah, this is true. Which speaking of Circle B, I want to give those guys a shout out. They gave an email to all of us who ordered. uh, Well, to everybody or to elves who ordered the uh, last year's All Star race cars. Explaining how to put the batteries in them and telling us that you just don't get get to buy your own batteries. <laughs> oh, you, you needed that email. Hey, you know, at least they at least they, they thought about it. Hey, well, think about it this way: so they haven't shipped it yet, John. Right? They're about to ship them. Yeah, start shipping them now. Right. So it's better for them to tell you this now that Lionel is cheap as shit and didn't didn't. Uh, the Wait, batteries themselves. We've already got this. Something that's you about to get. Yeah. So, if you ordered the the All Star Race cars from last season, where they pushed the numbers back and looked the back. No, I bought from last year. Yeah. When whenever Chase won the All Star Race. Oh, for fuck's sake, dude! I won't remember that unless you give me a post-it note. Well, that's the problem. They they come out a year later, so it takes a while. Although I well, did my championship well, car in the mail. Well, that's well, the important. Thing. So that that's the thing that's a little bit tricky is Anthony. So they they um, for the All Star race cars, if you order the ones that light up in the back, they actually made them special to 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 have the the um, underglow lights like they had in the All Star race. Um, those came out a lot later than sure. like I've had I've had my Chase All Star win uh, for probably almost two months now. Yeah, but the the light the light up ones the light up ones came out that took longer. I mean, hell, dude! Even Chase's champ car is I it's it's in the mail right now. I'm it, it's on en route to me. John just got his. Um, looks like. Do you have it? You I, show I it? Still in it's all a, over your guy's commitment. It's, it's uh, commitment. Actually, the champ car is actually uh, double boxed in a special secret room, so nothing bad happens to it. So your wife doesn't see it. Translation. No, 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 Translation she, accepted. She saw it, and then she said, um, are you swapping out the Daytona car that's in the case for that one? And I said, no, I'm going to leave this one locked up. I don't want a bad happen to it. Oh, you didn't start divorce proceedings? She's making you make choices? Dude, I have almost $4,000 in diecast, so I have to be very careful. When right there is somebody them. in this podcast that will put you to shame with their diecast. Oh, it's Greg. Greg is definitely the diecast. No, dude, I don't think I don't think I have that much, dude. <laughs> to be honest, well, I've got a lot of autograph diecasts. I'm pretty proud of too. That's kind of where I'm at with it, you know. Um, like you're you're more eclectic, and you know you get yeah. That. I I collect random shit. Like I've got Daryl Waltrip's last win signed by signed by DW. Um, Mark Mark over here, he has he's trying to get all those Chicago land ones. Yeah, well, that's because he can collect those because there's not going to be any more. Exactly. Oh, are we really going to... Punchline! By the way, I'm I down three left to get. Well, you still you have are... some that, that need to be made. Yes, I still have a few that need you to be custom. You don't have them yes. in hand. You don't have them in hand. You still have to well, pay no, for them. How, how bad, I, how bad well, is I have you? all right of back. them in hand it's but okay. one. Mark, I'm sorry, but it's okay. At least you only have three left to get. 
because they're not going to have any more. Yeah. They're going to tear down and put a Amazon facility. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> and why? Because because you because you were in construction, you're going to have to deliver the fucking concrete. Most likely. No, I'm not. He might have. Oh, no, he will. Mobile. Mark's got one of those damn sucker trucks, man. Have you seen that thing? Where they suck the damn. I'm probably out there looking for the uh, utilities. Talking the daylight truck. Yeah. We're getting on a whole different conversation outside. Yeah, yeah, focus back on this. So, all star race. This time when you do your picks, boys, remember you have three things to pick because three different guys are going to get into the race. Then you got to pick a winner of the race. So, okay. My question is Yeah. Dylan's in the race because he had a win. Uh, yes. Okay. I'm verifying that. Hold on. Absolutely. Yeah. He is in. Yeah. Okay. So right now, I'm going to give you the list of who's in the race. So right now, Kurt Busch, Brad K, Dylan, Harvick, Larson, Newman, Elliott, Hamlin, Blaney, KB18, Truex, Bell, Logano, Byron, Michael McDowell, Cole Custer, Alex Bowman. They're all in the race. Newman's in it because he won the All-Star race before, right? Yeah, Didn't he win? Past champion for his own shit or something. Yeah, okay. And then so the what? guys trying to get in are everybody else. So what, we're picking the three... Open so, and then the winner. You got to pick the three from the open, then you got to pick the winner of the whole thing. Okay. <sighs> There's 22 cars in the open. The only 22. In the open, in the open race, yeah. Yeah. I gotta be honest with you, man. If I won a stage and knew I got in. I would shut my fucking car off. No, you would not. You wouldn't. Yes, I would. I wouldn't. If you were in the open and you knew that you were in the in the in the second show, why would you keep racing and risk wrecking your car? Uh, I would risk wrecking it. I'd be a little more cautious, but I don't show up to a racetrack just to play it cautious. I I play full season. There's a million dollars to win the second race. There's nothing to win. No, 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 no. They, they don't, they don't run the next stages if they win. Oh, they automatically shut them down. Yeah, they automatically shut them down. Yeah. I'm sorry, how are we talking they don't, about? They don't, they don't run the next. So they call them segments. They're, they're not stages. Like they, they don't, they don't run. So if you win the first segment, you don't, you don't, you don't run the second segment and third segment. So they're heat, basically. Basically, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, so no, we it's, it's a segment. You win your segment, and you're out. So as I'm looking at this list, I don't know if you guys have seen the list, but... I have not. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, basically, it's the usual suspects. It's Hoff, LaJoy, Raddick, Amarola, Starr, Briscoe, Davidson, Busher, Maddie D, Bubba, Cindric. Davidson's in there? Who? Davidson, yeah. Like as a legit or just in the yeah, he's, they're in there. If uh, you have a if you have a charter and, and you've been running all season, yeah, you're in. Uh Suarez, McLeod, Haley, Hill, Smithley, Baliki, Ware, Wreckhouse, Jones. Whoa, whoa, you know who's whoa, whoa. not in here though? Is Busher, and that sucks, man. Oh, Wait, what? Yeah, no, he's gotta be in there. He's in there. I'm just kidding. Not Busher. Who's the other guy that runs for uh JTG? 
Talking about um, Hemrick? No, the other guy that joined the JTG car. The, the, one that doesn't, the one that doesn't have a charter. You mean number. I'm better with numbers. Well, it was the 17, but that's Jack Rouse. That's, that's not the right car. Priest. Priest. Ryan Priest. That's what I'm thinking about. But he's not running full time. Yeah, well, he's also yeah. not, not, not in the open. So that sucks. But he's, well, he's, you, he's you have well. to. Um, you have to but be full-time. You have to be full-time. That's, that's the one criteria to be in the Open. You have to be full-time. You have to have run every race up to this point in the season. <clears throat> All right, so I'll go, we'll go around the room. Mark, who do you think is going to get in? Uh, okay, so the three, I'm going to go with Redick, Chastain, and I'm gonna give LaJoy a shout out to get in. Then who do you think your your driver that gets in by the, the fan vote? Fan vote? If LaJoy gets if LaJoy wins, I'm gonna go with Maddie D for the fan vote. So you think they just snap up all the way, huh? Thank you for bringing that up because I've been freaking chomping at the bit. To so what, so, Snub Bubba? All right, all right. So, oh, Anthony, you, you, we've you go. Go ahead, Anthony. Who do you think it's in? For winning, uh, I think Matty D. Corey. Is there another little hit? Yep, you got three of them. And Priest. Priest isn't in it. Uh, Reddick. Reddick, okay. Who's your fan vote? Uh, Bubba. And, or you can interchange any of those four. Yeah. All right. Mark, who'd you say the fan vote will go to? I'm sorry, Maddie. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, the fan vote will go to Maddie, but as shit trickles downhill. I think I think Matt wins in, then Corey. All right. I mean, every freaking Bubba's doing decent. So, John, you want to go? Yeah, I'm gonna give it to. Uh, I think Reddick, Maddie mm-hmm. D. Honestly, I think. Maybe, maybe. Do it. Yes, say it, please. Say it. And then I think the fan vote goes goes to Corey. I just I just don't think he can pull it off. Not not in the race. I think Corey could. I think we'll Corey see. can. Well, we'll see. You have to realize that the, the say basically Schwartz? basically the top seventeen drivers in the series are already, already locked out. in. Yeah. I just. All right. I, Somebody say Suarez. That was me. All right. Um, so, um, Redick, I mean, he's been really good lately. Um, he's starting to put some numbers down. He's he's really he's 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 even playing field right now with Austin Dillon um, as far as as quality. They're both they're both getting. I think they both finished top ten this weekend. So Redick's in. I think they, I think they, they feed off each other. 
They do. When you get done with your picks, I want to piggyback off that. And then uh, I think I think Maddie D gets one of the segments. Um, and then speaking of drivers that had kind of been fluttering around the top fifteen recently, um, starting to 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 slowly move themselves closer and closer to the top ten. Um, third segment winner Bubba Wallace. I know y'all don't want to hear it, but the, he's no. It's he's, not the real. It's not that man. I just you know here's the thing, okay? And I'm just gonna fucking say it. I'm sick to Christ of seeing them push him. NASCAR push him is like the poster child of NASCAR. He's a 15th place driver. You know? Yeah. I get it. I I get it. And it's not because he's... Please don't get me wrong. It's not because of his race. But damn it, if somebody else was running 15, 16th points, would he he be on every commercial you see? No. Corey LaJoy's not. Corey, exactly. Yeah. You know, so... He's I'm got, all for diversity, and, and I'm all for doing the right thing, but come on, man. I'm just... Actually, so one thing I'm going to say, so all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip one thing before I do my, my fan vote. Um, yeah. Stage, or segment two winner is Chris Buescher. He's been putting on some good numbers. Yeah, he's been he's putting some good... No, 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 he's not in. So you're, so you're gonna um, take Matty D out and push and put Busher in. And then I'm gonna say Matty D's gonna win the fan vote. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Underdog of all of that, who could throw a wrench in it? Ricky Wrenchhouse. <laughs> Ricky Wrenchhouse uh, could could throw a wrench in it as well. I I, I wouldn't surprise me if he he threw. So damn decent. Give him- Give him a yeah, that's why. That's why. That's why I'm giving him a shout out. He's been doing pretty, pretty good. I mean, minus the the fucking pancake that he dropped on the on the in, inside barrier <laughs> turn one. <laughs> that that was bad. He he definitely spelled his sunny D at Sonoma. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but uh, to piggyback off of what you were saying about Reddit, Greg, I think the engine uh, merger really helped out RCR. Yes. Yeah. I think that's really it. Obviously, it's helped Hendrick too. So, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah but I don't think a problem. It's called one of those mutually beneficial situations. Yeah, like, like when my buddy would let me bang his girlfriend one time. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Fuck All right, so you're down. You're down to a two maximum now. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna lower the bar a little bit for you. Two. All right. So on to the feature. On to the feature. Um, God, I actually, I actually just put a meme out today about how convoluted and fucking complicated the the stages and inversions and everything. I had to read it twice just to 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 vaguely understand it, like a toddler. Um, Wait, what are they doing? There's like five. There's five stages, I think. You mean? mean All right. Let the me all- find it. For Let me all- find it. Yeah, for the all-star race. Like, well, it, it's... Clarify that. Yeah, isn't it all, like, 10-lap shootouts or something? Hold on, I'm, I'm looking at it's it. It's not all 10, yeah. NASCAR all-star race explained. This should... Um, so, oh, starting, lineup, starting lineup set by random draw. Round one. 
15 laps. After this round, the field will be inverted, starting anywhere from the 8th through the 12th position. That's where it gets complicated. It's, no. not that they're just, it's not that they're just flat inverting. It's not that they're just flat inverting. They will literally draw a number between 8 and 12 to say, this is where we'll start the inversion of the field. What so kind of Mickey Mouse shit is that? Round two, 15 laps, entire field inversion after this segment. That's just round two. Round three, 15 laps. Again, the field will be inverted starting anywhere from the 8th through 12th positions, just like round one, to be selected by random draw after this round. I'm done. Round four, round four, flat, 15, 15 laps. Round five. 30 laps. This lineup for the round will be determined by cumulative finish from first four rounds with the best cumulative finisher starting from the pole. Any ties in the aggregate score will be broken by in order most career all-star wins, most career cup wins, and or 2000 cup, 2021 Cup Series driver standings. All cars must enter pit road for a mandatory forced tire pit stop during this round. The crew with the fastest stop will earn $100,000. Round six, 10-lap shootout. Cars will be lined up according to their finishing position from the previous round for the final segment. You stop because otherwise... You just fucking run the race? What the shit is that? I, I, dude, you hadn't seen this? You hadn't seen this? They, they announced it in April. Like, you're just, oh, wow. like, you're just having this reaction. Why do, you, why do you think I put that meme out today? Like... Uh, I'm, I'm I'm not crazy. I was like, this this is fucking batshit nuts. So, is there like money bonuses for for winning the round? Is there? No, hey, no. you know what? Is there is there money bonuses for guessing who's gonna finish, who's gonna start on the hallway every time? Because Jesus yeah, yeah, fuck it, dude. They might yeah. as well just do a random drawing for the drivers of the field and have them check Thank check you. the god hand out hand out a check at the end, like the the goddamn like publisher's clearinghouse. Like that's just it. Like that's you know what? Exactly. You know, you know what? And next year they're gonna add the uh, Le Mans start in in there too. Dude, <laughs> I don't should. know. I mean, think about it this way. So it's it's sort of going to be like the heat races from like a like a, a dirt scene where where like look, you know, there'll be some inversions, but at the end of the day, round five is basically going to be cumulative. Like, how did you do in all of the segments? Why the fuck do they need that many rounds? Well, here's the thing: because Texas is boring to, as shit, so they're trying to they're hide. They're trying the to shake it up. That's the thing, and they're they're over. It's overkill. So, hey, I got a better idea, guys. I'd say we throw in Lamont starts, and at the third stage, we run it, we, we just run it backwards. Yeah. Reverse pit, even. Reverse pits. Reverse pits, too. And actually, and then in the fourth stage, in the fourth stage, every team has to swap one crew member with another team. Oh, Jackman. Yeah, but that's they'll not. They'll have a draft while they're at it, like fantasy football. Yeah, fantasy football draft. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I take I take James Fred's from the three car. <laughs> so, so with that being said, do we even care about doing a picks or just? Or, or, no, it's how, how are you going to pick that? No, I say we do it. We do it just but a bullshit. All right, all right, cool, Chase. Because why not? Why not? Right? Why not? 
We'll win. say Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin, just because he can't win a points ring paying race this year. Okay. <laughs> Anthony, I, I will take Harvick. Okay. I was gonna say I was gonna say him, but I wanted to get a dig on Denny real quick. Uh, <laughs> I'll go uh, Kurt Busch. Go Kurt Busch. Wow. All right. And Josh will take Kyle Busch because that's Josh. Is there any hometown Texas Texas guys? Uh, uh, There's no hometown hometown heroes. So apparently, speaking of hometown heroes, uh, Matthew McConaughey is going to be, I think, the Grand Marshal. All right, all right, all right. Or no, or was he at at Coda? He didn't go to Coda. Hey, people. Maybe it's not him. Hey, do they, do they still get the guns? Can they still do the guns at the end of? I'm sure they will. Yeah, it's Texas, so they better. Hey, seriously though, it's, illi- it's illegal not my, to shoot a gun in Texas. <laughs> I'm gonna give you my uh, my underdog pick for this race too. I'm gonna give it to Austin Dillon. He's got Texas figured out. I mean, that's legit. How is that an underdog then? Well, I mean, it's uh, he hasn't won a race this year. He's had, a, he's, had a, he's had a tough, tough season. What? Didn't he win? No. no. You know, it's well, it's as it's, it's, it's if he does win, he still doesn't make the playoffs. I know. Not that he won't points his way in. Because I think he's sitting, in a, he's sitting in a good position right now. That, that um, What is he, 13th? Yeah. So... Hey, can I just say this? I'm super excited for fucking Nashville. I don't care what anybody says. I want to see the Nashville race. Is that the, I is do that too. the next race outside of this? Yeah. Once, once, yeah. Once, that, once this All-Star shit's over, then... Yeah. Um, the reason why... Points-wise, Dylan's in 12th. Points-wise, Dylan's in. Yeah. And so, actually, so think about it this way. is Guys that are sitting in 14th, 15th, 16th, Danger, danger, danger! Ten races to go. There's, there's at least three. There's at least three legitimate drivers on the board that could win a race. And so, danger, 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 danger! Will Robinson? No, she's she's a beast. She's a beast. Am I reading this right? Denny Hamlin. Hold on. If Denny Hamlin doesn't win a race, he still gets in based upon being the regular season champion. Yes. 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 Wait, is that Dick Hamlin? Who? Right now it is, yeah. What? Holy shit. But, 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 he had a huge lead on everybody. He's only 43 points ahead of Larson, and I think 73. He's 16 points ahead of Larson. He's 16. All right, all right. So so then I think he's only 43. I'm sorry. Larson is 16 points, playoff points ahead of him. Let me see the driving points. But that, that won't matter. So yeah. here's the thing. Here's the thing that you're not. Here's the one thing that they get, and I think it's ten points. Um, bonus for being the the regular season points champion. So straight yeah. up, no playoff points. Throw them off to the side. Total points accumulated during the season. Whomever finishes first gets ten bonus playoff points. That's so not just being so, kept. Just to update the uh, top five in the current standings. Hamlin's got a 47-point lead over Larson. Chase I it was 73. 73. Chase is 73. Willie B's at 100. Joey Logano's at 116. That's the top five. 
Right. And then Wait, when you when you Lugano's the best Penske guy? Lugano's yes. the best Ford. Yeah. Well, I just got way more depressed than I thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yeah, Blaney, Blaney, the... Blaney's fell off recently, by the way. I mean, I want to touch on that a little bit. Ryan Blaney has, has been oh, off. Have you listened to his radio? <laughs> yeah. He's also angry there. Like, no. He should be. His car has been shit the last three or four races. His he ass. Was terrib- he was terrible at Dover. No, he needs to go see Quad Chain King from, like, fucking, like, David Carradine. Kung Fu fucking shit and refigure out his center. All right, boys, we have to wrap this up. It's been long. Boom. Yeah. Wait. So, hey, hey, as, uh, long big... as, we're, as long as we're an hour and ten, we're good. Wait, we're wait, wait a minute. This has been recorded? Yeah. <laughs> wait. I didn't give permission for my name and likeness here. All right, now. So, all right. Oh, no. I forgive it and I authorize. But I was, I was just talking to my buddies. That's what it's all about, man. That's what we do here. Exactly. So as we close out today, I want you guys to remember something. The new NASCAR rules for uh, for the All-Star Racer shit. Um, <laughs> Agreed. Wash your hands, be a good human, and remember, Josh likes Joey's banana. See you next time. Peace, guys.